You are about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. You know, it feels really good to do stuff again. Speak for yourself, Chris. I still have plenty of masks to make, and this is just going to put me behind even more. But, Laura, we are going to help people at a nursing home. Where is your compassion? I have to agree with Chris on this one, Laura. I mean, where's your compassion? Just think of how good you will feel helping the elderly. Deadline, Sabrina. I am two weeks behind on orders already. If I take any longer, I'll lose clients to Bruder. How will you lose clients to Bruder? Well, he just started making masks and crafts when we first went into quarantine. He's been advertising on Gravity Beard, and it sounds like business is booming. I am not losing clients to him. He can troll us with phone calls, but he will never take my business. I'm sure we'll be back in time for you to catch up a little. I sure hope so, because I have 15 masks that need to be made and shipped out by tomorrow. Are we ready to go to the nursing home? Sabrina and I are, but um, Laura wants to stay here and catch up on making masks. Laura, we'll be back in plenty of time for you to make masks later. I'm holding you to that, so we better be. You know how long I can hold a grudge. Do I ever? Then <laughs> we should probably get going. I don't want to be on Laura's bad side. She has a good side? This is why I hold grudges. is the right place i followed the directions on the gps this is definitely the place this is a professional wrestling nursing home i know what kind of nursing home were you expecting i don't know maybe one with elderly people who actually need help calm down laura retired wrestlers need assistance as well they damage their bodies for our entertainment, and a lot of them are left a broken shell of what they once were by the time they retire. Yeah, can you imagine the injuries that they are still suffering from today? Shattered egos, broken dreams, and fractured pride are not real injuries. So mean! I'm sure they are suffering from some legitimate injuries. Oh, I'm sure. Drug abuse, alcoholism... Speaking of which, let's open the beer cooler and have a drink before we go in. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler, it's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. Well, hello, <laughs> <laughs> Some Cigar City. What is this, JL? Oh, this is their new hazy IPA, Fancy Papers. Fancy Papers? It's so tasty. They always have the most unique names for their beer. Well, they're all Florida-inspired. Like, they're supposed to have, like, a history of Florida in them. Okay. And then when you look at the cans, it's supposed to have some of that background oh. in there. So, like, Fancy Papers is, like, has to deal with, like, cigar rolling. Because in Tampa, there was a big cigar-making cigar, yeah. cigar area, like, because they had their Ybor City and all that. So That makes sense. I just thought some guy looked over after they made the beer. It's all some papers, and it has some calligraphy on it. No, I learned this on a tour once. Yeah. And he's like, those are some fancy papers. Well, on the back, it says it's. Um, it can be found in labels printed on fancy papers, papers and applied to the lids of cigar boxes of yesteryear. See, it's like I read the can before you. Yeah. Oh, I love this beer. For well, we know it. So JL rated it. <laughs> For sip, so good. Have you ever had a Cigar City you didn't like? Yeah. Yeah, there was that one the, we tried. Was it the Paloma? I think it was his, the Paloma one. No, no I liked the, that one. The Paloma rated No, the good. Margarita Goza? No, those no, are I liked that funky one. Buddhas. 
Uh, no, no, we had a we had a Cigar, cigar City, City Margarita Goza as well. Oh. And that one was good. Um, there was a cir- Cigar City that was good, and then the following week it had a similar one. It was Funky Buddha. Yeah, yeah and that was yeah, that because I got that one because you said we had done the Funky Buddha one and all that, so we didn't. So I got that one, and that Paloma Goza was not that good. No, or was it the other way around? Oh, no, no, no. Cigar City was good. <laughs> Funky Buddha was rough. I'm going to have to look into that. No, it definitely was Cigar City was the better one. Yeah. <sighs> well, stay tuned to the end of the episode when we rate the beer on one through six, one being the worst, six being the best. This is based on a six-pack. Of course, this makes sense to everybody in the world except for one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. All right. Well, let's get this over with. Welcome to Sleeper Hold Nursing Home of Aging Wrestlers. Are you the volunteers that are here to listen to Old Ring stories today? We are. I hope the stories have a happy ending. Some do and some don't, but they are just happy to be talking about their glory days. Glory days. Pass me by. Glory days. Oh, that was such a good Springsteen. That is my Springsteen. <laughs> don't do that right now. Plus, I think that guy over there is going to die. I don't want to make eye contact. He's not going to die. That's the Undertaker, and he always looks like that. I uh, only recognize half of these guys here. (laughs) I don't recognize any of these guys. I know them all. That's Sting sitting on the light above the table. The guy in the corner pulling what's left of his hair out is is Mick Foley, or as he was known in the ring as Mankind, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack. The duo at the table eating are the Nasty Boys, and I wouldn't get too close, or they might stick your face in an armpit. Gross. No, they really did that to opponents in the ring. The guy in the robe randomly walking around is Ric Flair. And last but not least, that's Hulk Hogan sitting in the chair watching TV. Woo! That's amazing. I didn't know you were a wrestling fan. How did you know all of that? I read it on the back of a WWF ice cream bar once. I used to love those, especially ones that came with the jawbreakers. They just came back to the stores. I know. Guess what I'm buying on my way home. Not if we don't get this over with soon. Now, which one are we listening to? You get to listen to Hulk Hogan today. This is going to be awesome. At least it's not the Trashy Boys. I think it was nasty. And it don't mean a thing. But I always wonder what a wrestler's armpit smelled like. Cocaine and shame. Depends on what decade they wrestled in. But I think that's probably an accurate (laughs) guess about them. Laura's right. Or at least I think that's what cocaine is supposed to smell like. Ah, Sabrina, why do you always get to have all the fun? Well, then go smell their armpits. I will. I'll be right back. Let's go introduce ourselves to the Hulkster. Hello, Mr. Hogan. I'm Laura, and these are my friends, Sabrina, JL, and the one sniffing your armpits is with us also. His name's Chris. Hello there, Hulkamaniacs. Are you ready to hear about the legendary Hulk Hogan? I am, and let me tell you that those armpits... Really do smell like shame. I'm ashamed you smelled them. That's nasty, Jack. No, no, I'm Chris. I was just introduced to you a second ago. Now listen here, brother. I've got a story to tell, and it's about the greatest wrestler of the 1980s and 90s. You're going to have to sit down, take your vitamins, and listen about these 24-inch pythons and how they ruled the wrestling world, Jack. No, no, still Chris. I'm Sabrina. Stop it, both of you. Yeah, really. He, has a, he just has a habit of saying Jack, dude, Hulkamania, brother, and a few other catchphrases over and over again. See, so don't interrupt, and we can get out of here quick without distracting him during his story. Fine, I'll stop. Uh, I'm Sabrina, and I make no guarantees. All right, so listen here, Mean Gene. Uh, no, we're Podcast 42. Sabrina! Okay, okay! Now listen here, Podcast 42. I wasn't always known as Hulk Hogan, dude. I was born Terry Balea in Augusta, Georgia on August 11th, 1953. My family would move to Tampa, Florida a year after I was born. So, you've spent most of your life living in Florida? That's right, brother. I'm the original Florida man. I did all the normal Florida things growing up, like play baseball, started a band, having a reality show. You know, the Florida Norm. I know Florida Norm. He's the guy that takes care of the animals around my house. What? Florida Norm. He's my exterminator, gardener, and he helps babysit the girls when I can't find anyone else to do it. I've learned so much about survival training and how to properly feed the gators in the back pond. When this is over, can you give me his number so I can have him watch Lex someday? Laura, can uh, Florida Norm babysit me? Woo! You know, at this point, Florida Norm can have you. Woo! 
While I was playing bass for my band Ruckus, I met the Briscoe Brothers while working out at their gym. I had been going to local wrestling shows, and when the music career wasn't taken off, I decided to step in the ring. That's how I thought my life was going to be as well. Musician? Gym owner? No! I thought I was going to be a wrestler, of course. I didn't follow through with it because I didn't think that I was tall enough. Brother, you're short enough that I would just throw you out of the ring without trying. Me, on the other hand, had the look and the charisma to make it without trying as well. That's why you only had three moves in the ring. They work, Jack! I trained and started taking jobs on the independent circus. I wore a mask and eventually got noticed by Vincent McMahon. The Vincent McMahon? Not that Vince McMahon. His father. Who's Vince McMahon? The owner of the WWF, now the WWE. Why the name change? Uh, World Wildlife Foundation told him to get the F out of the name because people were confusing the two organizations. So they changed it to the WWE mostly because they lost the lawsuit. Well, that makes sense. Vincent McMahon was the one who told me that I should go by Hulk since I was going as the Incredible Hulk. I felt that it was a good idea and decided my new name would be Hulk Hogan. Where did the Hogan come from? Hogan's Heroes was my favorite show. Oh! See, Pierre's my last night because that's my favorite bird in the Tiki Room. No, it's not. Doesn't matter. It's still my favorite bird. Woo! Is he going to keep doing that? (laughs) Yes, the script tells me to. (laughs) I didn't know if she really meant it. (laughs) That's how you read convincing lines. (laughs) I'm not even sure she was reading it. That's what she says to me on a daily basis. (laughs) That's right, brother. Never going to stop running wild. Jack, he never stops, but at least he is keeping the robe on today. Doesn't he always keep it on? Not lately, and there is nothing underneath it, brother. Ew. Nothing under my robe, either. You aren't wearing a robe. Don't look. I'm naked. You you do have clothes on, Sabrina. No. (laughs) I do. Whoops. (laughs) Whenever I wear white, it just blends in my skin tone, and I forget that I have clothes on. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I've always gone tanning. If I didn't, I would be as white as she is, dude. Then Hulkamania would go streaking wild all over you. See, when I see the sun, I get as red as your pants. Sabrina would be burning up all over you, brother. Ouch. I'm hurting thinking about it. My first match in the WWF was against Harry Valdez. I later faced Ted DiBiase, Bob Backlund, and Andre the Giant. I wrestled as the heel when I debuted, and it wasn't until I faced Andre the Giant that they saw potential in me as a face. I don't get the whole heel and face thing. The heel is the bad guy, and the face is the good guy. So why don't you just say that? It's wrestling lingo. Sounds more like code to me, the way nobody knows what either of you are talking about. That's the point, brother. I don't know why you aren't getting it, Laura. It's like when you and the snakes are conspiring against me. The snakes and I don't conspire against Mm. you. That's exactly what Jake the Snake Roberts said right before he brought a cobra into the ring and had it bite the macho man Randy Savage, brother. Oh, that sounds painful. It was, and it traumatized some kids in the audience, dude. So, can we get back on topic, or should I go get the snake? This is a no-danger-noodle zone. Well, I ended up wrestling in Japan, and I came back to the States after a few years overseas, Jack. I went back to the WWF, and then when Hulkamania started running wild, brother... Wait, you left the WWF and came back? I wasn't ready for the big stage yet, and a stint in Japan helped me develop into the Hulkster you all know and love. So, when you came back, that is when you became Thunderlips, right? Who is Thunderlips? Thunderlips was the ultimate male. He faced Rocky Balboa in the opening of Rocky Three, setting the stage for Clubber Lang to get the upper hand and win the world title from Rocky. How do you know that? I listened to her Sylvester Stallone episode. Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) After making a successful film debut, brother, I would win my first WF title in 1984 by beating the Iron Sheik. Hulkamania was running wild, and I was becoming the biggest star in the WWF, dude. Sounds like everything was going your way. It was, Jack. I was on top of the wrestling world, and I had just married the love of my life, Linda. We ended up having two kids together, Brooke and Nick. So to answer your question, Jack, everything was going my way. It'll never last. Spoiler alert. Woo! (laughs) Now listen here, mean Laura. I ruled the 80s, and I was the biggest star in the whole WWF. I had memorable feuds with the Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, and Sergeant Slaughter, just to name a few, brother. I won two Royal Rumbles and headlined WrestleMania after WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Then I was let go after a steroid scandal. Who wasn't on steroids back then? 
Oh, hey, Vince McMahon, what are you doing here? Everybody was doing them, but when Terry got called out, there wasn't much I could do. He had a successful film career going on, along with the wrestling gig. He started No Holds Barred, Mr. Nanny, and Suburban Commando, gaining more fans outside the ring. So you had to fire him because of it? It was a scandal that the wrestling world had never experienced before. I told him, deny, deny, deny. Do you think he listened to me? Nope. The steroids must have shrunk his brain while making his muscles bigger, because he admitted to using it. I didn't want to lie and let down all those little hulkamaniacs. I didn't want to let them think that I was a cheater, so I admitted to using steroids. I thought the truth would be best for everyone involved, and forgiveness would come after. Well, it didn't. I had to clean house and start fresh. Bret Hart would become the new face of the WF, and everyone involved in the steroid scandal would be terminated. So you went and did a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I wish, brother. No, Sabrina, they were let go. Well, who was holding who? Nobody was being held. They left the company. Well, why would they do that? Bad publicity and a need for fresh talent. Yeah, well, that sort of makes sense. I mean, he was the most popular wrestler in the world and shared the ring with celebrities like Mr. T. And he only did what everyone else was doing. So why did he leave again? That's right, brother. I was the one bringing the fans in and would have stayed there forever. Vince felt differently, though. That's right, Hogan. I did. I didn't want to let my golden goose go, but you left me no choice. I did what any responsible businessman would do. You're fired! Again? I didn't think you could do that in this home. Not again, you moron! I'm just telling you what happened, but don't make me consider it again. I own the nursing home, and I own you, too. So don't think that I won't actually fire you. Whoa. This just got serious. I can't believe he just fired the retired guy. He didn't fire him again. He is telling us his side of the story. That's right, you fools. This is your one warning. Don't make me regret not firing all of you right here, right now. Um, we don't work for you. Yeah, I barely work on the podcast now. Wait, you're podcasters? Who is in charge? Uh, I guess I am. Well, you did come up with the show. Besides, you and JL have been doing this the longest out of all of us. I'm just here for the beer and to see what trouble Sabrina will get us into each week. I don't get into trouble every week. I just sort of had side quests while JL drinks, Laura naps, and Chris gets aggravated by us talking over each other. You are just irritating enough that editing has become very tiresome. That is pretty irritating. I don't do irritating or editing. Keep up the good work, and Hogan, give them a good story. All right, Mr. McMahon. Carry on. That was tense. I thought he was going to buy the show just to fire us. I was hoping he would buy the show. At least then we could make some money on it for once. Uh, we made money this year on the show. I just used it to buy material to make all of the masks. Do you know how much beer we could have bought with that money? A six-pack. Do you know how much advertising we could have done with that money? Same as we do every year. The bare minimum. Do you know how many Hamilton soundtracks on cassettes we could have bought with that money? One. Because you only need one. Yeah, but I go through at least one a week. Why don't you put it on your iPod? And who still listens to cassettes? I do, brother. Me too. And besides, the only way I could learn the lyrics was by reading them on the pages behind the cover. I do miss those. Me too. Maybe if they make a comeback, you could finally learn the proper lyrics to the songs you listen to. They may be making a comeback someday, dude. I made a comeback after being let go from the WWF. What did you do? I went and got a job wrestling. You make it sound so easy. I'm sure when you're a Hulk Hogan that looking for a job wrestling wasn't that difficult. It wasn't, brother. I went to work for Ted Turner's new wrestling company, WCW. I came in immediately and won the world title from Ric Flair at Bash at the Beach. Woo! So, back to the same old, same old then. Sort of, Jack. I would take on the Dungeon of Doom in a few matches. They surprised me with cold water in one of our matches. How do you surprise someone with cold water? I went into the dungeon to fight them, and they had a small waterfall fountain. I stuck my hand in the water, and it surprised me by being cold. Ah, this is cold! Are you serious? Yeah, brother. Brr. I remember that. You were in a feud with the Dungeon of Doom, and he lost the title to the Giant. It ended your 15-month title reign, which was the longest in WCW history. How do you remember all of that? I remember watching it, and I watched the WWE Network too much. 
I would defeat the Dungeon of Doom, brother, and start to only appear on TV sporadically after. I was busy filming Thunder in Paradise in the movie Santa with Muscles, so I took some time off wrestling. Wow. You were becoming a Hollywood star. I wasn't just becoming a Hollywood star. I was becoming a new Hulk Hogan, brother. Transforming into a heroic, beautiful wrestling butterfly. Calm down, Sabrina. I can't help it. You know I'm a sucker for facial hair? Yeah, his Fu Manchu has a hold on you. Like my beard has a hold on you. That patchy thing that is barely showing up on your face has a hold on no one. Go with the food, Jack. The ladies love the Fu Manchu. Yeah, I do. When are you going to join the NWO? Who? It's a rap group. It's not a rap group. It's the New World Order. It was Hogan, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall to start off with. They ended up with too many members to count by the end of it, but they changed wrestling after they formed. I remember hearing about that. They formed after I stopped watching. The main reason I remember them is because you couldn't go anywhere without seeing an NWO t-shirt wherever you were. You remember them because of a shirt. I believe that. I had about five different NWO shirts growing up. I always tried to have one for every day of the week. Hogan being a part of that faction helped them in popularity and his turning heel shocked the wrestling world. That's right, brother. I shocked the world by going bad. Nobody ever thought that I could go bad. I had watched all the little Hulkamaniacs grow up, and I felt it was time for me to try something new. So I joined the NWO, and you know when you're NWO, you're NWO for life. That was too sweet. You're so easily entertained. I know I am. Not you, Sabrina. I was talking to JL. Stop it. I'm actually enjoying this story. It's making me feel nostalgic. Like high school all over again. You didn't even like high school. I'm remembering the good times. I'm remembering all the pay-per-views, nitro parties, and flipping the station back and forth on Mondays because you didn't want to miss either show. It's making me remember the good times, too. Like a vodka drink. And then a soda drink? And a soda drink. I forgot the next line. (laughs) (laughs) It's right in front of you. (laughs) The good times, like, when I had a job that I could go to. Those were the days... I went from most loved in wrestling to most hated overnight. I went from hearing the cheers in the crowd to having booze echo in every arena once I walked through the curtain. That must have been something new to learn. No way, brother. I have been hearing booze throughout my career, Jack. Even when all the Hulkamaniacs were cheering as loud as possible, there were still booze echoing in the background, brother. Doesn't mean you didn't have to learn how to deal with it all over again. What would you know about learning, dude? Oh, I know something about learning because... It's pop quiz time. Let's get out your pens and your papers. They're sitting over there on the bed. Don't forget your Senate of Markers, your Senate Erasers, your Protractor, your Lunchbox. Back when they used to come with a thermos and you didn't have to buy that separately. You have to buy a thermos separately now? Yeah, you do. It's oh, crazy. Sorry, we're homeschooling, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you still have to give him a thermos. Yeah, I know. He's got a Super Mario one. <laughs> This pop quiz is called, If Hulk Hogan Was an Arts and Craft Teacher, his slogan might be, What you gonna glue, brother? (laughs) Macaroni. Or, never buy a shirt from Hulk Hogan because it's probably a (laughs) ripoff. Five, general knowledge for all you like it this week after six weeks of hating them. I think those were great. <laughs> Five general knowledge facts on Hulk Hogan. In order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge. I'm going to get all of them wrong. One point for each correct answer. Question number one. What size are Hogan's pythons? Don't be looking back at the script. You should have been paying attention, Laura. That was in the script? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah in the script. Oh, yeah. Right in the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Is pythons not python? Can't be looking up on your phone either. Put that thing down. <laughs> No cheating. It didn't know either. Question number two. Then why are you erasing, cheater? <laughs> such a cheater. Then <laughs> I can't get that point. Because I didn't like footlong as an answer. Question number two. Hulk Hogan let his voice to the 2011 animated movie about statues normally found in gardens. What is the name of that movie? What? Hulk Hogan let his voice to what 2011 animated movie about statues normally found in gardens? I'm looking for the name of the movie. Hint, this was a movie. I have two of them. I'm just going to guess on one of them. Hint, I watched this movie the other day. 
because uh, Laura's mom was watching it for some reason. And it was actually pretty good. (laughs) And I was just thinking, why is Laura's mom watching this movie? Better question. Why is Hulk Hogan doing a voice in that movie? Why shouldn't he? Question number three. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win his first heavyweight title? Wait, that was in the script too. Yes, it was. Um, I know this isn't right, but we talked about him. All my answers from the YouTube because you're going to copy. You know my eyes aren't that good. You're wearing Coke bottle glasses. Those could be binoculars for all I know. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a hint, but I can't think of a good hint. I don't know. He was a wrestler in the 80s. Hint. He wore a towel on his head. No, he didn't. (laughs) Hint. That was a bad hint. (laughs) He once teamed up with Sergeant Slaughter. I'm pretty sure he wore a towel on his head. Sergeant Slaughter wasn't on the back of the popsicle. On the back of the popsicle. That's because Earthquake was. (laughs) Question number four. Who did Hulk Hogan leg drop when it was revealed that he was the third member of the New World Order? Who did Hulk Hogan leg drop when it was revealed that he was the third member of the New World Order? That's when he came out as a heel. Yep. Yes. You should have seen the garbage hit in the ring. That's the move where they like jump up and then bring one leg down on somebody's chest. I know the you move. You want me to do it now? I... No! You did it to me earlier. That was good enough. I don't want to know what you guys do when you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be certified trained for this at some point, so... <laughs> you have to leg drop in that position? It's a sitting position. So you got to know how to land. But as the... Yes, apparently they get beat up too. Yeah. Well, I've seen them get beat up, but I just thought that was maybe special. Special pay for that. I've seen the TV show about women wrestling. Depends on the women wrestling. That was the China documentary. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only woman wrestler I know. (laughs) No, this one was was the Netflix TV show about... Oh, glow. Glow. Glow, yeah. glow, yes. Oh, the old 1980s wrestling. Yeah. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. That's the one. I've seen the one on Pornhub. Oh, Porn is that Hub. what Glow stood for? Yeah. Oh, I never understood <laughs> the title. I was like, they're not shiny. <laughs> they're not glowing. Thank you, Wana. Glow. <laughs> <laughs> what was the number four question again? <laughs> Who did Hulk Hogan leg drop when it was revealed that he was the third member of the NWO? There's a better uh, women's wrestling on Pornhub. I don't get that channel anymore. Oh. <laughs> it was free during the virus. We're still in the virus. Oh, are we? Yeah. It's hard to tell. We live in Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's a hurricane, the virus, or Florida man that's going to get me. <laughs> Question number five. Who was Hogan's co-host on the NBC remake of American Gladiators? Was it a wrestler? It was not a wrestler. It was a famous person's daughter. I'll give you that hint. Oh. I guess Heather Locklear's out. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Heather Locklear is somebody's daughter. (laughs) But is she a famous famous person? person? Yeah, Mr. Locklear. (laughs) Yeah. So Tori Spelling would be an accurate answer. Wait, is that the right answer? No. I'm assuming it's not because But I'm using a famous person. It could be to throw us off the I said it's a famous person's daughter. (laughs) Would you like a better hint? No. Let's just go over the answers. No. Speak for yourself. I've got to make masks. Let's get back to work. Come on. (laughs) Never mind. She said no. I'm not arguing with her. She scares me. She holds a grudge. Then just whisper it to me. Hint, they sting like a scorpion. So it is Tori Spelling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. All right, question number one. What size are Hogan's pythons, Laura? 24 feet. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Sabrina. I just got a visual of Hulk Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like Stretch Armstrong. (laughs) He has a hard time walking through doors. Ten inch. Ten inches? Yes. JL. 24 inch. The correct answer is 24 feet. <laughs> no, it's not. It's 24 inches. I knew it was a 24. Yeah. I should just get points for that. You get half a point. <laughs> Thank you. Birds land on his pythons. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> Listen. Beavers using them as dams. 
Question number two. Hulk Hogan led his voice to what 2011 animated movie about statues normally found in gardens? Sabrina. Romeo and Juliet. JL. Sherlock Gnomes. Laura. I put Romeo and Juliet. It's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, that was my other guess. <laughs> Who'd he play? A gnome, brother. He played a gnome. <laughs> Get off my lawn, Jack! <laughs> there was also frogs. Well, I guess in that I'll movie. just go four for five on this one. I, he played like the Terminominator. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to watch this movie. Yes, it was something like that, the Terminominator. It wasn't a bad movie. It, no, it, it was wasn't really a bad cute. movie, but I'm just laughing to myself. It's your mom's he also watching it. Plus? I think so. Did you know he had a cameo in Gremlins 2? It's not Netflix. No. But I've also never watched Gremlins. Two. What? It's None not even scary. It was when the I was The first like one's a Christmas seven. movie. The second one's just a fun sequel. I like the second one better than the first one. I've never seen the whole thing. Do you fall asleep? He yells at them in the movie theater. No, to I always to turn come in, in the middle of somebody else watching it, like Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. Question number three. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win his first heavyweight title, Laura? Andre the Giant. That was a good guess. Sabrina. Ric Flair. That was a good guess. JL. The Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Oh, that's oh, right, because yeah. I read it as Iron Shrek, and I was like, <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> that the guy's name was Shrek. Yes. He wore the towel on his head, so if there was uh, ever a chance to make a spontaneous shower, he could dry off. It's a turban. Oh, I think it's, it's supposed turban. to be like he's a sheik. Well, yeah, he's the Iron Sheik. He beat Bobby Flay at a cooking competition. <laughs> He uh, had a starring role on Guy's Grocery Games this past week, too. Question number four. Who did Hulk Hogan leg drop when it was revealed that he was the third member of the New World Order? Sabrina. I said John 316, but I don't think that's right. That's not even close. You missed John Cena with Austin 316. (laughs) (laughs) You mixed two wrestlers into one. I was doubling my chances. (laughs) Well, I didn't see that coming on half of it. Well, (laughs) you get minus two points for that, then. Laura. Mr. T. Mr. T. Yes. Jail. The Macho Man. It was Randy the Macho Savage. Man. Macho Man. Macho Man. The other two wrestlers man. in that match were Sting and Lex Luger. And they all wore face paint to the ring like Sting wore. At the Bash Singer? at the Beach in 1996. Is he? Did, are they talking about the singer? No, no. There was a wrestler named Sting. I just <laughs> wish Jail would have more knowledge on this subject. <laughs> Question number five. Who was Hogan's co-host on the NBC remake of American Gladiators? Laura. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. That's a daughter of somebody famous. Good mm-hmm. job. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. Yeah. Sabrina. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher is also a daughter of somebody Thank famous. You. Very good. You Thank get, you. You get some points for that. Thank you. Jail. Layla Ali. Oh, that's co- completely wrong. You should really know the subject. <laughs> that is correct. Layla Ali. <laughs> Sources for this script were My Life Outside the Ring by Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan by Hulk Hogan, Behind the Music featuring Love and Rockets, and Wikipedia. And Jail. And Jail's brain. He actually didn't have to have any resources when he wrote this script. <laughs> <laughs> he just sat down and wrote it. I actually just sat there watching old Hulk Hogan matches the whole time. Like, you know, when they recorded at Disney's Hollywood Studios, when it was MGM, and they just put a ring in the front, in the main entrance. It was free. Yeah. That was amazing. Did you go to it? No, it was just amazing that Disney did something for free. That's because he was filming Thunder in Paradise at the same time at the Grand Floridian, so it was just a joint promotion. I think promotion. back in the day, they all did. They, there was always free concerts and stuff at Disney. Like, free concert yeah. with a mission. Up until 2000, I think it's when all of that free entertainment ended. It was up until the virus hit. No. Well, you still have plenty of learning to do, brother. If you worked for me and gave answers that bad, you know what I would do to you? Would you actually pay us? No. You'd be fired. Harsh. I was really hoping for a paycheck for working on this show at some point. Me too. Me too. Jail, I I pay you in beer. Laura, I pay you in snuggles. And Sabrina, you're huge on the internet. Yeah, I am. Never gonna live that down. (laughs) No, you're not. Your time is almost up with Mr. Hogan. Please let's finish his story so that he can take a nap before dinner. I wish that I could take a nap. The Hulkster doesn't need a nap, brother. 
I'm just getting ready to tell them how Sting and I main evented Starcade in 1997 and how WCW reached the top in the wrestling world. It was the first time, brother, that WWE wasn't on top in the Monday Night War. It was a really good time to be a wrestling fan then. It's never going to last. Wow, Laura, you're so optimistic. That's my Laura. Always the optimist. She's right, though, Jack. The NWO became too big for its own good. WCW started giving the wrong people too much creative control, and the egos backstage proved to be its downfall, brother. It wasn't long before we went out of business and had to be bought by someone else, brother. Told you so. Hate it when she's right. I bought the WCW and acquired almost every wrestler who was under contract with them at the time. Some of them I brought on board just so I could fire them again. Others had contracts with Turner and couldn't be fired by me or brought in until their contracts were up. I was one of those Turner contracts, Jack. I had time to kill before I could wrestle again, so I went and had surgery on my knees, brother. Because you had pneumonia. (laughs) Pneumonia. (laughs) You know, it's kind of hard to wrestle if you can't walk. That's why he had the surgery. I mean, could you imagine him trying to wrestle someone as he was crawling around the ring? He'd be the fastest crawler in the WWE diaper dash. (laughs) I, I don't think they do a diaper dash in the WWE. Oh, they did once. It was at the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. After my knees healed, I made a triumphant return to the WWE in 2002, brother. I came in with Hall and Nash as the NWO for the first time in the WWE. We would try to take over the WWE in the same way we took over WCW. It doesn't work. I didn't know you were a wrestling fan. How did you know all of this? Wikipedia. WWE Network? Witches. Oh, no. Witches are real. I, I better hide. One might try to eat me. They always eat the cute one first. Sabrina, calm down. It's not witches. Then why would you say that? I'm contract... Contra- mm. <laughs> contractually. No, if I can't say it. Contractually. Are you contractually obligate? Obligate? I got through contractually. Man, no. am I glad I'm not editing this. Are you contractually obligated? <laughs> Are you contractually obligated? Are you having contractions? <laughs> no. But I am obligated to say witches once every episode. That's funny, brother. I'm contractually obligated to say brother, dude, Jack, or Hulkamania every time I talk, brother. This explains so much. I ended up main eventing WrestleMania 18, facing off against The Rock in a losing effort, dude. I remember watching that match. Your match was before the Triple H and Chris Jericho match for the Undisputed title. You weren't in the main event. In my mind, brother, I'm always in the main event. Besides, my match was the highlight of the night. Nothing was going to top that, Jack. Don't you get your own reality show at some point? Soon, brother. We're almost there, but let me get fired from WWE again. How many times can you get fired? I didn't fire him. He quit before I could do that. He didn't like playing the masked wrestler, Mr. America. I would have fired him since none of his appearances in Mr. America were well received by the fans. How could you lie to us? Vince likes to fire people, and I wanted to make him sound like a tougher boss than he already was, brother. Lying helps you lose friends. Remember that. I know it does, dude. That's how my friendship with Macho Man ended. And what would he say if he was here? I would hope that he would forgive me, Jack. Who said that? I did. No, that was too McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) I did. This place is haunted. I think that's a ghost. It's the ghost of the Macho Man. I love the village, people. Shouldn't we be haunting me at YMCA? What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shouldn't he? (laughs) (laughs) And we can haunt them, too. (laughs) I'm not haunting a YMCA with you. (laughs) But I can be the biker guy. That's Uh. Rob Halford from Judas Priest. (laughs) I love the village, people. Shouldn't he be running the YMCA? Wrong, macho man. You're snapping to a ghostly Slim Jim. Oh, that macho man. Don't forget about me either. It's the ghost of Miss Elizabeth. It's a supernatural reunion of the mega powers. I should be charging money for this and selling it on pay-per-view. Stop trying to take advantage of your wrestlers, Vince. I won't, but I'm sorry if I ever wronged you. Please don't hurt me. We aren't here to hurt you, Vince. We are here to talk to Hulk. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I never wanted to hurt you or Randy, brother. But you didn't hurt me. We were like brothers, and then you went and ruined that. He will never forgive you, Hulk. Ooh, 
yeah, I hold on to grudges even after death. Now let me snap into you like a Slim Jim. I'm the cream of the ghostly crop. And I'm going to rise again to bury this hatchet once and for all. What are they talking about? I lied to Randy about something back in our WCW days, and we never got to patch things up before he died, brother. What was it? Tell them. Tell them how you ruined our friendship. Tell them. Miss Elizabeth, weren't you... You weren't with Macho Man when you died. Uh, Why are you with him now? I'm still the best valet slash manager for him, and things wouldn't be going as smoothly if Sensational Sherry were up here with him. Oh, that's a good point. Nobody has answered my question. I still would like to know what the lie was. Yeah, what was the lie? Yeah, come clean so we can move on from this. I lied to Randy about who ate all his Slim Jims, brother. I told him that it was Roddy Piper, but it wasn't. Ha! <laughs> That's why he hated me all these years. Great. Now the ghost of Roddy Piper is here. I came here to scare people and chew bubblegum. I can't chew bubblegum. I'm sorry that I ate your Slim Jims, Randy. I'm also sorry that I ruined our friendship, along with your friendship with Roddy. Also, Elizabeth, I'm sorry that you always seem to end up in the middle of our dumb fights, brother. Ooh, that's all I wanted to hear. Me too. Fine. I guess that will do. I really wanted to hit someone with a coconut. That sounds like fun. Do you want to go start a fight with Dusty and the Ultimate Warrior? Let's do it! Well, that's still creepy. Not as creepy as my reality show, Hogan Knows Best, dude. Finally! And what a weird way to segue into that. It was on VH1 for a few years. Wait, no, that's Macho Man. No, no, it's Hulk Hogan. No, yeah. They all sound the same. They all sound <laughs> the same in real life, so it's, <laughs> it's true. It's not your impersonation, it's just them. <laughs> they did. They all had, like, one way to deliver promos. <laughs> what? It was on VH1 for a few years, and I would use that to get back in the WWE once again, brother. It's almost time to wrap this story up, Mr. Hogan. It's sponge bath night, and you don't want to be late. You know how the water gets if it takes too long to get to your bath. Damn nasty boys always pee in the tub, Jack. Gross. I came back to the WWE to get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2005. I had my friend Sylvester Stallone induct me. I stuck around for a few more years and even got to induct Mean Gene to the next year, brother. I would wrestle a few matches over the years, but I would leave again. Where did you go this time? I went to a few different places like New Japan Pro Wrestling and TNA, brother. I would wrestle Ric Flair again in TNA in a tag match between Flair and AJ Styles, taking on myself in Abyss, brother. I was at that show. You looked so stiff and didn't look like the Hulkster. I remember watching in WWE or WCW. Woo! I was older and more beat up, brother. I stayed in TNA for a few years before I would go back to WWE once again. Home sweet home. Home is where the heart is. It's also the place you go when you get in trouble. He hasn't been in trouble before this. Why would he be now? I will get in trouble soon, though, Jack. Really hate it when she's right. Told you so. I got divorced in 2008 after my son Nick was in a car accident and Linda didn't want to be with me anymore, brother. I didn't have any steady relationships after that for a few years, Jack. Oh, uh, yeah, the gawker tape. Who are we gawking at? N- nobody. Just just listen to the story. I just hosted WrestleMania 30 and news broke that there was a tape of me doing and saying things very on Hulkster-like, brother. So, who did you gawk? I ended up having a sex tape released on Gawker, and another tape of me circulated that had me using racial slurs, brother. It was a career under at the time, Jack. WWE completely erased me from their history books, Hall of Fame, and Hulkamania wasn't running wild anymore because Vince McMahon fired me. Well, you shouldn't have said those things. Racism is never good. Isn't that one of Hulk's rules? Don't be a racist? It is now, brother. I would file a lawsuit against Gawker for releasing the tape without my consent since I had no idea that I was being filmed. I would win the suit and put them out of business, but the damage to my reputation was done, brother. Hulkamania wasn't running wild anymore, Jack. Yeah, but it's gotten better, though, hasn't it? It has. I was allowed back in the WWE for what is now the sixth time, brother. I'm still trying to repair the damage done, but I don't think that'll ever be undone, brother. I can't take back the words that I said, and I can't make anyone forgive me that doesn't want to. I just take it all one sponge bath at a time. And speaking of which, it's time for the Hulkster to get his daily cleanse, brother. Woo! I 
guess we should probably get going then, unless uh, any of you want to watch. No! God, no. I'm curious enough. Cur- <laughs> <laughs> You're curry enough. I'm curious enough. I'm curious. She's hot. She's spicy. <laughs> I'm spicy. I'm curry. I'm curious enough to watch and maybe help. You can stay and help if you like, but you aren't getting paid. Then never mind. Then please show yourselves out and don't forget your fishbowl at the desk. Oh, that's our fishbowl. That's why I said don't forget your fishbowl. We're not going to forget the fishbowl. We're going to read some facts out of the fishbowl. Fishbowl facts. Yes, Laura, pick two. She's going to take all the short ones again. Yeah, because last time you beat me to them. <laughs> Just because the paper's fat doesn't mean that it's long. That's what, what she said. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number one. In Rocky 3, Rocky picks up Thunderlips, you know, Hulk Hogan. He picks him up and throws him out of the ring. While shooting the scene, Hogan had to actually jump into Stallone's arms as the Italian stallion... In qu- Whoa, wow, this is a tough one to read. Hogan had to actually jump into Stallone's arms as the Italian stallion couldn't quite manage to lift him. <laughs> That's funny. Fishbowl fact number two. Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan fought as a successful tag team in the WWF. They called themselves the Mega Powers. Ooh, yeah. Fishbowl fact number three. Hogan is the first and only professional wrestler to ever be captured on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Fishbowl fact number four. Hogan won a total of six heavyweight championships during his career with the WWF slash E. Fishbowl fact number five. Hulk Hogan is one of the most requested celebrities for the Make-A-Wish Foundation and has granted over 200 wishes for children with critical illnesses. Fishbowl fact number six. Hogan has wrestled under the names Super Destroyer, Terry Boulder, Sterling Golden, and Hollywood Hogan, as well as a slew of others. Fishbowl fact number seven. At the start of Hogan's wrestling career, he stood an impressive 6'7", but over the years with injuries and surgeries, Hogan has lost about three inches of height. Fishbowl fact number eight. Hogan was a big kid. At the age of 12, he was already six feet tall and 195 pounds. That was so much fun. And really informative. I would love to come back and do this again. I enjoyed it myself, but next time. Can we muzzle Ric Flair? He wooed all over Laura. I have never been wooed so much in my life, and I'm just happy to get back home making masks. I couldn't take it much longer. Good news, guys. I was able to take one of the wrestlers with us so they could get out of the home for a while. Sabrina, don't tell me you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I just want the people to know that normally we read off a paper, but for the Ric Flair part, I actually memorized that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most easily memorized line in the entire script. <laughs> well, let's see what you have to say. And it wasn't much. I was really surprised. But I guess we're not uh, really known for our wrestling content. So, But, because there's like a ton of wrestling podcasts out there. So I was surprised that there wasn't more um, interaction. But on Facebook, Keith said he was great in Rocky Three as Thunderlips. Thunderlips, the ultimate male against Rocky Balboa, the ultimate meatball. <laughs> and Chris, a different Chris, says Hulk Hogan was the first megastar in the WWE. Yes, we had icons before Hogan's time, such as Bruno Sam Martino, Harley Race, Dusty Rhodes, and Buddy Rogers, but Hogan's popularity was immense compared to previous legends. I feel like Dusty Rhodes was bigger in the NWA than he was in WWE. I think uh, probably Hulk Hogan sold the most tickets. Hulk Hogan was, like, yeah, he was the attraction of the wwe yeah his last event before he left the first time was king of the ring in 1993 i want to say that's when i was watching was at the height of his popularity and it was it was all hulk hogan i don't i couldn't i couldn't even name another wrestler off the top of my head besides the ones you mentioned in the script because it's just hogan 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 he dominated and of course that his finishing move with uh the leg drop well well i mean the part where he get he got beat up the entire match and, and then, then he, he hulks gets up. face punched, and he's just hulking up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did the point, and he just like went around the ring, and finally he was like, "You!" Yes. 
It was so ridiculous and such a good thing to watch at the same time. To this day, I can still reenact that whole sequence. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter, Bleep says, Check out the 2017 Netflix film, Nobody Speak. It's about his lawsuit against Gawker. Put Gawker out of business. I actually think I watched watched that. Or maybe I read a story about that. You know whose wife he was uh, having sex with in that? I I forget. Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, that's right. That's right. The radio DJ. Yeah. Yeah. They were a big friend. They were really close friends to the point where Bubba was actually appearing in TNA with Hulk. And then all of that broke. And then like they have, I don't think they've talked since. Wasn't Bubba like a Florida DJ though? Yeah. And he was, he was a wannabe Howard Stern. Yes, definitely. Yeah. But he was way grosser than Howard Stern, if you can imagine. Nickel Front says, Supposedly Netflix has a biopic in the works, written by Todd Phillips, starring Chris Helmsworth, and produced by Bradley Cooper. It's actually, uh, I believe that's true. Like, there is a big thing about there that Chris Helmsworth is going to play Hulk, and he's actually going to be training harder than he did to play Thor in order to be Hulk Hogan in it. Is he shaving the top of his head? I hope so, but I'm going to be there (laughs) if and when movie theaters reopen to go see that movie. What's on Netflix? What? Yeah. No! Yes. I wanted to wear my tights out somewhere to go see it. <laughs> Why don't you just wear them out anyway? I do. I okay. went to Publix before this to go get stuff, and you should have seen the looks I got there. You know, were sometimes they, they were. Were you wearing Nobody looks at me like that in Walmart when I wear them. <laughs> yeah. That's probably because you're the most tame thing at Walmart. Because <laughs> yeah. you're actually clothed at Walmart. Sometimes Netflix does release their movies in the theater for yeah. a couple days before they put them on the service. Maybe you'll get to see it in the theater. Don't Touch Me says, Find Macho Man Randy Savage hip-hop diss track Be a Man on YouTube. It's glorious. Yeah, Macho Man released a uh, rap album, and one of the tracks on there is a complete diss track to Hulk Hogan about because they were fighting at the time. Yeah. That's what we learned in the script. Yeah. Well, all I kept has, it's like going through my head is the from Mulan is the Be a Man. Yes, it was exactly that. It was Randy Savage singing Be a Man. Be a man. From Mulan. Be man. <laughs> you can be swift as a race. Hey, if it wasn't for the Macho Man, Spider-Man would have never been named, really. Why? He was Bonesaw in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the first one. Macho Man was? Macho Man was the first opponent in the wrestling match when Bruce Campbell names Spider-Man the Amazing Spider-Man. He oh. goes to fight the Macho Man as Bonesaw. I didn't realize that. I kind of forgot the 90s spider-man because the new spider-man so much better well that's fine we'll just save it for our macho man episode <laughs> it'll be a mixture of the village people and the wrestler all right phone calls to the ymca man. <laughs> hello this is i liked hulk hogan in the 80s and i didn't like hulk hogan in the 90s but i liked his show with the boat, although it would have been better if it was a helicopter. So all I got from that was Bruder would have liked Hulk Hogan's show more if it was Airwolf. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or Blue Thunder. Oh, yeah, Blue Thunder. Can you imagine an Iron Eagle remake with Hulk Hogan? But he has to play the Louis Gossett Jr. role now. Why was helicopters so uh, like popular at one point in movies and TVs? I don't know. There's a Nicolas Cage movie where they all do is fly helicopters. Because they can land in the same spot they took off. That's what made them popular? Yeah. It's because of that Pink Floyd song. You can land a helicopter anywhere. Like It doesn't matter. On a building, done. Yeah. In the middle of a road, done. Do you helicopter people to a hospital? No. Yes. yes. <laughs> so here's Sabrina and Laura, Laura's movie producers. And the writer comes in and says, I got this great movie. It's about this airplane. And they're no, both like, no, no, stop. Wait a nope, minute. Nope, we need nope. a runway. Yeah. It has got we got to film too much it. space. This See, is too much space. Yeah. I think helicopter. it should be helicopter. an airplane that turns into a helicopter. Mm. Like a transformer. Like in that show Mask. But it would, need to, yeah. it would need to transform prior to takeoff. Yes, and prior to landing. And so prior to like, landing. It would have to take off and land as a helicopter, but then it can fly like an airplane in the air. Kind of like a helicopter. <laughs> like a helicopter. <laughs> it's, it's stealth mode. <laughs> so we should just leave it as a helicopter the whole movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> stealth mode is helicopter. When it's actually fighting anybody, it's an airplane, but still a helicopter, according to Laura. Yes. You can still shoot out of a helicopter. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it goes faster as a plane. Did you not learn anything from Top Gun? Yeah, Goose died. Yeah. I thought they had a helicopter. They went super fast. No. Isn't there a stealth copter? That was Blue Thunder. Wasn't that Black Hawk something? Black Hawk Down? No, that yeah. one didn't go super fast because it got shot down. Oh. Wasn't that Thunder? Cats. Tropic Thunder. Can Tropic you land thunder. a helicopter on the water? Yes. yes. I you saw it in Jaws 2. The shark you? ate it, but it happened in Jaws 2. If it has pontoons... They- Yes. Oh, yes, there is helicopters with pontoons, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But they can't, I mean, I, they could also, I, I, I mean, guess, it, land on It's not like the land. Coast Guard flies helicopters. Unlike a pontoon boat, which has to land on water. A pontoon boat has to land on water. <laughs> Do you mean That's a pontoon you, plane? <laughs> <laughs> pontoon plane. Yes, yes, because the boat would already be in the water. I mean, if it, it, it could go airborne, <laughs> but then it would need to land Back in the back water. in the water. Yeah. So if you have bought a pontoon boat and you would like to launch it in the air, make sure there is a lake nearby for it to yeah. land. In. I mean, it could go over a strip of land. On the next episode of <laughs> Sabrina's <laughs> Jackass, <laughs> watch her launch this pontoon boat <laughs> over land into water. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could call it Dire Straits. Just I remember that band. They got their for money nothing. for nothing. Chicks for That's food. right. And how did they get it? By owning helicopters. Yes. Speaking of owning helicopters, <laughs> let's open up this beer cooler. Helicopter, never run away, never run away. Helicopter, never run away, never run away. Helicopter, boom. Perfect. Did you know that Vin Diesel is the same size as a helicopter? Yes. <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> if you've ridden the party bus, you definitely know that. Party bus. It's closing. Party bus. August 9th. Last day you can ride the party bus. What? It's temporary. That's what they say. It's temporary. When you see the list of rides, it's temporary. That's what they say. It's temporary. Party bus. We're talking Universal Studios for those who are I never got to ride the party bus. It's you been a 45-hour-long wait. Every day since no they way. announced it. That's the one ride you can ride over and over yeah. again, no matter yep. how busy nope. it is. It's been a 45-hour-long wait every day since they announced it. 45 Sunday. hours? Yep. <laughs> Last day. It's the newest movie in the Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy franchise. They're older now, so they can only last for 45 hours instead of 48. Okay. I, I was wondering where you're going with that. What is this beer again? It is from the greatest brewery in Florida, Cigar City Brewing. It is Fancy Papers, a nice hazy IPA, because Laura likes hazy IPAs. They're better than other IPAs. Well, why don't we start with Laura? What was the other hazy IPA we had? I don't know. I'd have to go through the list. I like that one better than this one. (gasps) Blasphemy. But this one was good. Um, It still finished a little too hoppy for me, Um, but it, like, the taste didn't linger for very long, so I like that. Um, I'm going to give it a four. That's pretty good for you for an IPA. Yes. I like the hazy IPAs definitely a lot better because they're a bit sweeter, I, I think. They're juicier and hazier. Yeah. I can't, that's all I can think of is with Skull Camp. It was a recent episode. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Um, it's on the website. Anyways, this one is a solid four, maybe five, but I'm going to go four. We'll give her four and a half. Yeah. I'll go next. Um, I also prefer the hazy IPA over a traditional IPA. Um, even though it finished a bit long for me, like most IPAs do, it's I tasted citrus at the end. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like accurate or not, but I'm giving this one a six. Uh, definitely good. I would definitely pick this out of a bin of beers to drink, where normally I would shun all the IPAs to the side and laugh and scoff at them but this one was really good i was really surprised i was glad when i saw the hazy title on it when jl passed it around i'm like oh good well at least this one has a chance but it it more than uh made up it's great flavor and uh highly recommend this one six for me sabrina um it's a six for me as well it was really it was good it had a lot of flavor to it but (laughs) 
Um, I did get the citrus taste at the end as well. Okay. I didn't know if that was just me. Yeah, no. Like I said, I don't like it well. I get a lot of grapefruit taste out of just IPA type yes. beers anyways. There is a grapefruit taste yeah. in this. Um, but no, it was good. It was a nice smooth beer. Um, and Elysian was the one that you liked. Elysian. That's the word. Elysian Contact Haze. Yeah. Yes. Is that what the, the Volkswagen was, We bus. argued yes. over whether it was the state of Florida or whatever it was as oh, the face was yeah. opening oh, yeah. up on the label. It was the state of Florida one. Oh, my yep. God. The yeah. stupidest yeah. argument ever. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the stupidest argument we've ever had, but it's definitely in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. And your Cigar City one that you've given the lowest rating to was the Paloma. You gave it a four. Oh. I thought there was one that I gave a lower rating to. For Cigar City? Yeah, I thought, have we, you know, I'll have to look and see. I thought we did Yeah, their, I, did. Uh, I thought the Cigar City Paloma we didn't like as much as the Funky Buddha Paloma. No. Yeah. Funky Buddha was terrible. Um, Florida Cracker. The, hang on, the Tokobaga Red. Tokobaga, that's a good one. Margarita Goza. Yep. Paloma. And then that's it. It's been those four. The fancy papers. The Paloma goes. See, I try and avoid Cigar City beers just because we all know in this group how much I like yeah. Cigar City. Well, Beer Master, how much do you like this one? Oh, I love this one. This is a six. The first time I had it, I thought that I might like this more than High Lie itself. Oh, my gosh. Because it is a smoother, juicier flavor that you can easily drink way more than you can of the High Lie because of the little bitterness that you get of the hops at the end and the smoothness from the grapefruit and juiciness of the hazy style IPA, which is quickly becoming one of my new favorite styles of beer. You want to make High Lie cry. Oh, no, don't worry. High Lie is still number one. But I think the hazy IPA style is a great new take on the IPA blend. It's it brings in people who normally would not drink IPAs like me, and mm-hmm. it's you get a total different flavor from it. This beer is great. You get the notes of grapefruit in there. It finishes very well. It is a smooth, smooth beer the whole way. It's an easy six. All right, well there you go. Cigar City comes out on top once again. All right, Sabrina, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook under the official Podcast 42 Facebook group page. You can find us on Patreon. We would love for you to be one of our Patreons. You can go ahead and sign up under there. Uh, it only costs a couple bucks a month. Um, our email address is podcast42show at gmail.com. Go ahead and email us. We love hearing from you. Thoughts, comments, um, all of the above. Go ahead and send us a a comment or suggestion even through there. Um, Our phone number is 727-238-5887. You can call us on there just like Bruder does. And you can find us anywhere a podcast can be found. Congratulations if you're listening to us now. You found us. Yay. Um, And then our website is podcast42show.wordpress.com. You can find all of our episodes on there, our beer guide, and much more. And, of course, we're part of the Podfix Network. And then our artwork is by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda for commissions on Facebook. And our theme music is by Cremo. You can find more music on Cremo.net or also on Facebook under Cremo. Excellent. Well, bye-bye, Hulk Hogan. Bye, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that Hulk Hogan or Vince McMahon? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Troops. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch ya on the flippity flop. Gong. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.
Thing that excites me. 